Yesterday I saw one of my most anticipated movies for 2020, first trailer, Black Widow. And I was pleasantly surprised. Uh, a few days after that, I saw the trailer for Wonder Woman 84. Again, I was intrigued and interested to see the movie. Um, I've seen some other trailers for a few other movies. Uh, you know, there's one called Bombshell coming out, uh, new Ghostbusters trailer. And um, I enjoyed them um, all fairly equally. Um, Eager to look for, eagerly looking forward to go see them all. But when I started going online to, you know, just peruse the internet as I do sometimes, I started seeing this trend that I feared uh, the growth of over the last couple of years. And I was right, and it's happening. And I have to say, uh, regretfully, that I am now no longer um, the casual moviegoer. I am Gregory. I have discovered recently that in order for a movie to be considered a good movie or uh, a culturally acceptable movie by what I perceive to be a minority of people, a minority group, not a minority group, but a small group, meaning minority, it movie, that movie must represent some or most, if not all, of the socially acceptable standards of the day. And let me, so what, what, what do I mean by that? Uh, well, let me delve into that a little deeper. A few weeks ago, the Charlie's Angel reboot came out and it crashed and burned uh, horribly, miserably, and um, expectantly. And uh, for many reasons, it failed, but the most um, reoccurring theme was that it was a female-led movie and that men don't support female-led superhero, strong movies, character movies, whatever. And I said to myself, is this what we've become? Is this what entertainment has turned into? Are we now a culture of people who only go to movies that align with certain uh, standards? And if we don't like something, then we are totally against those um, progressive movements. I think it's the worst thing to ever happen to entertainment in the world. Now, let me um, tag on to that statement that that doesn't mean, and my statement doesn't imply that inequalities or um, any uh, anything has that has happened to women in the industry, whether it be entertainment or business world, financial, whatever, it has happened to them has been unjustifiable, un, um, unsubstantiated. These are not, or they've done things that are fabricated. No, I get it. Shit has been fucked up. Um, but I don't feel that making movies that reflect a course correction, a dramatic course correction is the way to do it. Uh, I, I went to go see Atomic Blonde. This movie with Charlize Theron a couple years ago. I went to see it in the theaters. And I enjoyed the movie. It's a good movie. I like Charlize Theron. I bought her in the role. I didn't give a shit if there was a social agenda uh, affixed to the movie. I didn't care. 
And I, I feel most people think that same think the same way. If a movie is good and the character is written well, we'll go see it. I was looking forward to seeing the Batman, Batwoman, um, CW, DC show. And so I heard the first trailer. And it was one line of dialogue that turned me off from seeing it. It was an unnecessary dialogue. But it was added just to, ba just to make a point. And I think the line was something to the extent of um, the lead character. I ain't know her fucking name because I couldn't watch it. Although I did watch it halfway with my son, and I realized it's just not a good show. Uh, she says, and looking at the Batman suit, say, "Yeah, no, 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 that's not what she's. No, that's two lines. Uh, it'll look better on a woman, or whatever something that's then." I'm like, "Okay, I'll deal with that one." But the more impactful one was, "I'm not gonna let a man take credit for what. A, I'm not gonna let some man take credit for what a woman has done." And she, based on that trailer, had done nothing. So it wasn't like some guy was trying to take credit for what she had done. It was a message saying, look, we are women, we are strong, we can do what men do. Of course. Of course you can do a lot of things that men do. And of course men can do a lot of things women do. There's some things that women do that men can, some things that men can do that women can't, vice versa. I should have, I should have said vice versa instead of just go through the whole thing. But there is this agenda to make it known that this is what we are doing this is what we are saying we are out here we are putting it in your face like it or you are the enemy either you agree with us or you are the enemy and when i sit my simple ass in the theater to go see a movie i don't give a fuck who's in the cast i don't care who it is if it sucks it's gonna suck I'm not going to see a good movie and say, huh, that movie was really good, but it would have been better if it had been from a man's perspective. No. No. I watched the Wonder Woman 84 trailer, and the first thing I said is, why are they bringing back, what's his name, Pine, Chris Pine? Why are they bringing him back? They don't need him. Why? Because Gal Gadot did a great job in the first one. I don't give a fuck what you guys said. I know the fanboys are mad because she doesn't look whatever you want to look like. Comic. Look, fuck y'all. I said it here. She did a damn good job and no one else. They, well, not going to say that. No one else. Because so always there's always someone else. But she did a great job as Wonder Woman. Fuck y'all. So, <laughs> fuck anybody who disagree with that shit. And the movie, Blockbuster, the budget, the box office shows that she did. She was the best part of Batman vs. Superman. She was the best part of Justice League. And she was the best part of Wonder Woman. So, that right there tells you. If you put a, a, a male or female in a role. And the role is done well. Played well by a great actor with great talent. And the storyline is good. The majority of us out here will go see it. Okay? Nobody, nobody when Ronda Rousey was knocking people out. Stopped watching because they said, huh. She's not a man knocking people out. No, they didn't. Ronda Rousey went out there kicked ass. When Venus and Serena played tennis, if you think it's right or appropriate to compare them to men or say some things they're doing are inappropriate because they're women, you're fucking wrong. Look, I come at this quite uh, openly and honestly. I don't really have a gray area 
when it comes to discussing opinions on things, I say it point blank. You cast a role, if it's a female lead, so it's a female lead. I go see the movie. But if the movie sucks, like Charlie's Angels looked like it did, I'm not going to see it. And I like what's her name that directed it. I can't think of her name right now. I like her. But that movie, I had no interest in seeing it. So I, I think it's wrong to play the, to put out there um, this idea that if men don't watch it, support it, then it shows that men won't support lead movie, movies with lead female characters. Well, that's not true. We won't see shitty movies with anyone in it. Don't believe me? A lot of people like The Expendables. But it didn't do very well box office wise. I remember this little movie called 18 came out a few years ago. So all male cast. Nope. Didn't do it. So. And it's on both sides. It happened on both sides. Look. I went to go see the most recent Terminator movie. Terminator movie. Dark Fate. I liked it. I went online. I saw everybody complaining about the social agenda. And the fucking stuff shit about. The, I'm like look man. The movie to me was good. It was a good movie. I don't, I don't, I don't look at them from that angle. I don't go into these movies trying to find a point where they say, "Hey, see, look, see, look what Hollywood's doing," and Hollywood may be doing that. I'm not saying they aren't, but when I go see the movie, they better do a damn good job of subtly including their agenda into the movie. If you make it overbearing and overpowering, I'm, all, I'm like, look, man, look, look, it's fucking stupid. A couple years ago, I went to see the Last Jedi, and there were parts of that movie that I was like, "Why would you do this? Why would you?" take this moment to make a social just a social statement so aggressively at the sake at the cost of the quality of the movie and I, and I understand I understand where we're coming from people I understand I'm not obtuse I mean I, I, I can see it I know I know that Hollywood movie industry has over sexualized women has exploited women, exploited female body for decades. No, not just Hollywood, but our the country, the world. Women have been exploiting idea and, and objectified as sexual objects. Some under their own power, some for their almighty dollar, some because it was the only way to get their way to the top of the career, some because it was the only option they had. There's a myriad of reasons. I understand that. But if we're going to find ourselves at a point where we're saying, look, this shit has to stop. We're not taking this anymore. All right. Boom. I'm with you. It matters. You're right. You have a voice. Yes. Use it. There's no reason to see you as being lesser than a man. I get it. But when you take it and wrap it in the context of... Of a in, in 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 the content that is perceived as entertainment, it kind of rubs you the wrong me the wrong way. Now you could make the argument that men have always done it for years, men. Yeah, but that was a slow boiling pot. You know, it didn't just in two years get every piece of content come out and say, look, 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 everything, it's everything, we're all doing it, we're all doing it, we're all doing it, we're all doing it. We're all doing it. You can't do that. You know, I kind of I kind of had that feeling like what it is too. I mean, it's like everybody everyone's afraid to not play the game. And it's it's a, it's a fact. I know it because 
anytime someone in Hollywood makes a movie, makes a big, 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 makes big money, other studios follow suit. There was a period of time where there were all these end of the world movies, Day After Tomorrow, uh, Deep Impact, Armageddon. They they were coming out every fucking day. Everybody following the train. So it stands the reason that. Hey, look, we're gonna make bombshell. Well, Tommy Blonde was out, now let's make bombshell. Okay, we made bombshell. All right, well, we did that. Well, let's do Charlie's Angels. Okay, that's cool. Let's do that. All right, well, let's change the Star Wars cast of all female lead, make them strong, powerful women. Okay, cool. And not saying, no, nah, you can do that. But there's a way to do it to where it's very subtle and gets your point across. <laughs> I, um, I, for that very reason, try not to read much media on movies on entertainment however I will admit from time to time I do click on a random post to see what some people think about something uh, just to make sure I'm not losing touch with the people so my takeaway from this all is times have changed Times always change. Change is inevitable. Change is good. Um, but we need to be thoughtful. No, mindful about how we um, invoke change upon the masses. And that's who we are actually imposing this on. You know, we, we're imposing on the masses. That means everyone. It's not just your group. Or the, your target audience. It is the masses. Even those, that, even those that don't go see these movies. Still are impacted by them. Because there's some around them that see them. See the agenda. And take it one way or the other. It has to be done very smartly. And, it, and it, I, I, don't, I don't claim to have the answer or the solution to it. But I know what's happening now is... <laughs> Fuck is ruining the movie going experience. Honestly. Now, I, I I don't wanna leave it on a sour note. I never really wanna do. So I'm gonna uh, play it on the other side. I will say there are a lot of great uh some studios and production companies creating content that's empowering. Uh done in a way that's um well received. And so was so on, you know. Um, uh, there are a lot of shows on Netflix. I can't think of some of the names of them, but there are a lot of shows that I tend to like that focus on um, mothers, uh, women, well, women, yeah, mothers. Uh, some single mothers, some married mothers. There's a there are a slew of shows in there that 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 depicted in a that depict women and uh, mothers in a true light. I I and I enjoy those shows. I mean, I don't know if it, I'm the demographic. <laughs> But I enjoy them. Uh, I, I like I like seeing real shit. I like seeing, you know, TV shows that reflect what real people are. And in this perspective, since we're talking about women in film and women in entertainment, I like seeing that aspect of them. I never I never really believed the imagery that was uh, that was portrayed, where you see a woman always looking good, always dressed up, always in high heels. Skirts, tight pants, and all that stuff. I don't think that's who they are. I don't think that I don't feel that's who we are as people. No one, no one dresses to the tens. It was always done for the appearance, the idea of what a woman should look like. Um, 
my my opinion has always been that women should look how they look. You know, I mean, if 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 we as men expect women to look like tens all the time, in shape, flat stomachs, whatever you want to have, big booty, small booty, big breasts, however you get it on, then we as men should be held to that same standard. We shouldn't be able to walk around with a dad bod and get away with it. You want a woman to look like this, then you ought to look like that. If you're going to look like that, then let her look like that. If you're comfortable like that and she's comfortable like that, then that's what matters. It shouldn't be a double standard. And those shows that I see kind of um, kind of uh, embrace those realities. You know, um, They aren't the damsel in distress. Um, women curse sometimes. Women get mad and they curse men out. Women curse men out and sometimes the men are scared of the women. That's real shit. No, I mean, that happens. And I like those shows that depict that. It doesn't make them look weak. You know, I've all, I've always been bothered by these movie, movies as I was growing up. When I was a kid, I didn't recognize it. But as I got older, I looked back and I said, why is it that she waiting there for him to save her? And then she falls in love when he saves her, but she got caught. And she always gets caught in the dumbest ways. Like, in a movie, a woman could be just a nearly avoided death. The man drops her off at home and says, stay here. I'll be back for you. And the bad guy is down the street in the car. And they show her in the house looking scared as he walks away like my protector is leaving. And the guy is in the car looking menacing. Cut the scene. Fade to black. She's tied up in a chair in a warehouse. And he has to make a life or death decision. And there's nothing she can do to save herself. Apparently not even lock the fucking door. Or see the guy in the car in front of her house. You know, I, I never bought that shit. So, there are good things that are coming out of it. Um, the obligatory tit shot in almost every movie made from 1970 to 1993 or 99. Every movie, there was always a real reason for a woman to have her shirt or blouse ripped off. Even as a teenage boy started figuring out, like, wait a minute. After the 1600th one I've seen, wait a minute. There's something wrong with this. <laughs> like, really? She's topless again. You could almost predict it back then. You could predict it. You knew what was going to happen. Okay, she's... How do, we, how, do we, how do we write a tit shot into this movie? It's 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 a war movie. Um, set in 1937. He's going out to war. How do we fit a tit shot into this? I felt like that's how they were writing these movies. And sometimes if the director was really, really aggressive, really freaky, they write a tit and ass shot into it. It's, it was it was it was Hollywood made. And I and, and I said, like I said, how the fuck did we get there? It didn't happen overnight. And we can't do undo it overnight. We can't. Like that took decades and decades and decades of filmmaking. And who knows what else? Centuries. And there are a lot of things that went into it. I'm not going to go into all that. But at the end of the day, it didn't happen overnight. So, if you make a film called Charlie's Angels. And it bombs. We can't blame it on men not supporting women in film. Because men support women in film. Men do. And generally speaking. They're always going to be an asshole or two. I'm not watching a movie where a woman carries a gun. Yeah. That guy is 92 years old. He's not coming to the movies much longer. So, we have to look at it that way.
that's the end of that topic. <laughs> I, I didn't want to go anymore. I, I, that was, I think I, I think I, I think I, you know, rode that horse as far as it would go. You know, let me know what you guys think. I'm ready to read the messages. Ah <laughs> oh, man. What do we do? What do we do? What do we do? No. We have our entertainment. Then we use it to, I mean, we use it to escape reality. For however long you can escape, escape reality. But eventually, you have to return. You know what I mean? You have to return back to the real world. And that means going back to work. Going to pay bills, taking care of kids, raising your family, all that blase blah shit that we all have to do, we hate to do it. How do we become responsible in that respect? I'm not, I'm not asking like like what are your five tips? No, 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 no. Your top ten tips are how to become a responsible adult. Nah, I wanna hear that shit. And I am Ready to get my shovel out and bury that fucking term adulting. Because that's not what the fuck it is. I'm going to call it being grown the fuck up. But even that still. How do we be grown the fuck up? And um, as I look for my notebook here to take some notes. Which apparently. Oh there it is. Thought it disappeared. It didn't. Where was I? How do we, how do we grow up? That's what I was at. Alright, so let's let's roll it back to our three grown the fuck up days. We all had a period in time in our lives where we were like young as fuck and hanging out and doing our thing. We were irresponsible in many ways. You know, we didn't clean our room, we didn't change our clothes every day, some days we wouldn't shower, we didn't brush our teeth all the time, we smelled funny. Um we said shit wrong. We said inappropriate shit. We did inappropriate shit. We sped, drove fast, drank hard, partied long times, quit jobs, got fired, got fired, came back, went back to work and all that bullshit. Had odds and ends jobs, had horrible jobs. Lost money, spent money, had bad credit, got good credit, bad credit again, figured out how to maintain good credit and bought a house. Bought a house, figured out how to maintain a house, how to maintain a family, had kids, had to learn how to kids. Learn how to change kids' diapers, feed kids, what it meant to keep a kid alive. That is a task in and of itself. How to insure a kid, insure yourself, son of a bitch. Go to work, go to work every day on time. Not get fired, not get written up, not get suspended. Learn how to manage your boss. I also realize it's not about you, it's about the team. Accepting that role, being an employee, not a manager, or being a manager and managing people. We figured all that out, but how the fuck do we get there? And how do we get to the point where we're so efficient at it that we can be responsible enough to raise little motherfuckers to do some, if not all, of what we did better than us? I haven't a fucking clue. See, when you're a kid, or young, it's a fucked up thing that happens to you. You have parents 
that are raising you an outdated software. And what I mean by that is pretty straightforward. Your parents were born on average 20 plus years younger than you, before you. Think about that. Your parents were born at a time where a lot of things you had didn't exist. You have did not exist. So let's take someone from my generation, just on average. Let's say my parents were born in the 40s and 50s. Well, my parents were actually born in the 40s. Wow. Long time ago. Okay. Now, when my parents were born, there was no cable TV, no internet, no CD, no DVD, no A-track, no cassette player. No, no, wait, what are A-tracks? No cassette players, definitely. There were records. Uh, no, uh, no cell phones. No, um, no cars were only f been around for 40 years-ish. Well, they've been around, but, you know, people didn't have cars. Um, ice boxes were in the homes. AC was not a, re uh, AC in homes was not a thing. Um, the milkman was still around. The U.S. mail was and was the only way to move shit around. <laughs> Grocery stores were in neighborhoods. Kids played outside. There was no internet. I have to say it again. There was no internet. There were no computers. Televisions in bedrooms didn't exist. You only had a handful of television stations. There was no social media. There was no he done it, who done it, what it, and then all that shit. So, my parents came up in those times. 40s, born, raised in the 50s and 60s. So, they have me in the 70s. In the 70s, I was a baby. But when I became the age of reason, I was aware of my surroundings. 80s, I had video games. Parents didn't have that. MTV, parents didn't have that. Cable TV, parents didn't have that. Walkman, parents didn't have that. Soon thereafter, CDs, parents didn't have that. Rap music, parents didn't have that. My parents were around when rock and roll was in its infantile state, infancy. So... They were trying to raise me based off of what they knew and were familiar with from their childhood. However, what I had was not relevant to them. They had to learn it as I was adapting it. And as a kid, you adapt things faster and quicker than adults. So, therein lies the challenge. My parents had outdated software. No, no, no. As with all software, there are core systems that are required regardless of when you're born. Be a good person. Clean up after yourself. Be responsible. Stand up for yourself. Do your best. Do your best. Do your best. <laughs> be respectful, decent, honest. Be on time for work. Go to school. Pay attention. Get your education. Yada, yada, yada. Blah, 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 blah. Those things. All right? Don't kill nobody. Don't get arrested. Don't get caught. Shit like that. Those are standards. However, they didn't have to teach me how to navigate Instagram, Facebook, social media. They didn't have to teach me or be familiar with, with terms like lit. I don't fucking understand that shit. Uh, I didn't have uh, the internet around, so they didn't have to tell me about internet safety. You know, um, They didn't have to tell me how to text and drive. Uh, there were no vape pens around. So... 
everything they had to worry about me doing was don't do drugs, um, don't have promiscuous sex, and don't they need to, no nothing. Don't send dick pics. The word dick and pic were never mentioned in my household. Ever. I mean, unless you was a dude like to pick your poop tubes out with a dick pic, then that would be a pic for you. Anyway. <laughs> what would the girls be if they picked this out? Would it be a clip pic? I don't know. <laughs> I digress. I'm going off on a tangent. What I'm saying is, folks, because you work on outdated software as a parent, you either A, upgrade your software on the fly, or B, wing it. So, back to my original question. How do you qualify to be a parent? How do you qualify to do that shit? What qualifies you to raise another person and then them hope, then you hope that you do the best? If you think about it, think, think, think about it. There is no job on this planet that you can get without at least somebody vetting you. Somebody hiring you saying, hey, hey, I'm a speaker. Here's my vouchers for you. I'm a vouch for this guy. He's a heavy machine operator. I got him. I vouch for him. Someone's putting their name on the line. When you have a child, you know who put their name on the line for you? The fucking child. <laughs> the kid is saying, yeah, yeah, I'm trusting you. That's it. There's no government organization. There's no community organization that come around and say, hey, let's talk to you and see if you are fit to raise a child. No. You just do it. You just do it. Like breathing. So, because of that, you have to grow up fast. And teach yourself. I know people think, well, you can't really teach yourself. Everybody learns from everybody. Somebody. Well, maybe that's true in most situations. You see somebody do some shit, you might try to do that shit and fail horribly at it and realize that what they did, you can't do. Or you succeed at it, but it doesn't get the results that there's the other person did. You got to figure it out. You're on your own. Now, in this situation, a lot of times what you do is you run to people along the way who think they know better. Because, like I said, there's no rules and guidelines for this. Anyone can be a teacher. And you may have somebody who's raised a child and done a good job at it. Which, by the way, sometimes I think is bullshit. Because every now and then, having kids is like a lottery. You may just win because you picked the right numbers. You weren't a savant. You weren't a genius. You just got lucky. On the other hand, you might have a problem child. And you may have to work your ass off just to keep that motherfucker out of jail. The other parent did nothing. Val Victorian Scholar. You worked hard. Well, he only did three years and he's working at the factory, but he's taking care of his kids. What the fuck difference happened? I still can't figure that one out. I still, I still can't figure that one out. I, 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 just, I, just, I, just, I just accept the fact that it just is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> so there are no requirements to be a parent there are no requirements to raise children there are no stipulation in place no rules in place no guidelines no safeties no nothing however you have to drive a car with a permit for six weeks or six months or six hours or whatever it is you take two tests a road test a written test just to get a license to drive a car uh, gun permit you gotta get a background check okay you gotta pay to get a hunting license 
There's the place you gotta ride a go kart. You gotta have to ride drive go karts. You gotta have licenses. Back to licenses. You gotta be a nurse. License. Lawyer. License. Physical therapist. License. All these things. Train. High low driver. Even a high low driver. Yo, we gotta make sure you hit this button, let the fork up, put that one down. Everything, refrigerator repairment, furnace repairment, roofer, everyone goes through training except for parents. And that is the hardest job in the world. When you think about it, and I know I'm just jumping off here, and I'll be perfectly fucking honest. I'm rambling. I don't give a shit. That's what I'm doing right now. When you think about it, though, there is no effort made publicly in large in large groups large advertising marketing to create a program to help people plan on how to raise children and when i say raise i know i get some pushback i would get some pushback from that because people first response will be i don't want don't tell me how to raise my children these are my children they don't tell me what the fuck to do with my children you tell your own children don't worry about what's going on over here i got mine round of applause round of applause but when that motherfucker rob a bank or steal the tires off my car i want you to understand that i got him now so what i'm saying is i'm open to the option of having some sort of system. That's all. A system. Yeah. And while everyone wouldn't go. Everyone everyone wouldn't participate. Those that did. You incentivize. Um, generously. See. Initially. If we did something like that. People would be resilient, resistant to it. Because they say. What do they know? What do they know? They don't know my life. They don't know. They raised kids just like me. And for the first 10 years, you're probably right. But if I were to challenge that mind, that, 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 thought, pro- that, that um, thought process, that, your thought process or that way of thinking, I would also say that William Beaumont, who, um, Beaumont Hospital, if you live in Michigan, you know Beaumont. Um used to operate on people for practice. And when you think about it now, you're like, oh, wow, that's amazing. He did all these things then, and now look what we have. You weren't Jim Jeffs in 1872 having this fucking quack work on you and to some degree just testing stuff to see what the fuck would happen. Some of us going to have to be the test dummy. Some of us are going to have to be Tesla. Somebody's going to have to be the martyr. I'll do a Tesla video later on. It'll touch on that reference. Don't worry. Well, audio. I'm not going to do a video on that shit. But I'll, I'll give my opinions on Tesla later on. I'm not going to say how I feel. I'm going to say that. Maybe write that down. Told you I'm rambling, folks. Tesla. There we go. Write Tesla down. Okay. But that's my thing. Look. Somewhere you have to start. Some, you have to start from somewhere. <laughs> that didn't sound right. Yeah, you have to start from somewhere. Look, if a group of people said, look, parents, not people, I'm tired of being out here with no answer for these kids. Everybody talking about we need to figure this out. I don't know what to do. We all need to get together and start a group. And not just a group in our neighborhood, a group in our family, but a real group 
where we get parents from all walks of life, all financial and cultural backgrounds. That's important. That's important. It's very fucking important. Because I know people say black people raise our kids this way, white people raise their kids that way. That may be true. Indian have a culture, Japanese, Korean, Chaldean, Mexican. We all have our cultures. But we all have similar issues with these little motherfuckers too. So, with that being said, we can learn from each other. And in about 10 years, I don't even think it'd be 10 years. I don't think it'd be that long. I don't. I don't. You just create a curriculum based on what the parents have, the parents' input. And you got to be honest. You know, discuss your problems, your challenges with your kid. Be open. This is not a judge. This is a judgment-free zone. <laughs> this is Planet Fitness, bitches. It's a judgment-free zone. Everybody just discuss openly or maybe just put it in the box if you don't want to say it out loud because you're embarrassed. Your kid, you know, did some strange shit with a cat that we can't undo and the cat's really not the same anymore. We need to talk about that. We need to know that happened. We need to know if your kid is having issues on social media and on which particular platform and why. Maybe one parent knows. Maybe if one parent has a, a relationship with their kid where their kid tells them these things that the other hundred parents can learn from. Look, I'm, I, I don't claim to have the answer, but I will definitely spitball with you. I will spitball like a motherfucker. I will throw that shell in the wall and see if it sticks. Because uh, the answer isn't what we're doing now. It isn't. I mean, I'll go out there on them and say that shit. It's the idea that I raise my children the way I raise my children. You might be good at raising children, but you could be better. I could be bad, but I could just be mediocre by talking to someone who's better than me. It's the way we learn everything else in life. We have teachers to teach us stuff we don't know because we're mediocre or horrible at something. Every great person started with a teacher that you know, you know, instilled knowledge in them. They learned from and they were able to go on to be great, greater. Sure, you might be greater than the teacher, but the teacher is necessary. So why wouldn't we do that for parents? You know, and I know, and you know, I'm not, I'm not. I know there's some groups out there where you can go to for parenting tips and things of that nature. Um, I know there are Facebook groups where parents communicate and share this information. But these things are closed. They're closed groups. I mean, they're not public. Like. The D and I'm talking when I say these things that are not public, I'm talking about the DM fucking V. Everyone knows you want a license, you gotta go to the Secretary of State. Everyone knows in your state where you go to get your road test. You wanna get a nurse's certificate license, you wanna be a, take the bars that you know where you go. I think that it should be that big. I don't think these should be relegated to small seg segregated or isolated groups. I think there's a bigger picture here at play. But what do you think? Tell me. Because I um obviously my opinion means only ten only means so much to me. I don't even sometimes know if I believe myself. So help me help me help me understand myself better, if nothing else. Let me know if you agree or tell me if I'm way off the fucking rails. You know. I um I'm I'm good with it either way. I'm open to criticism. I love it. Makes me feel all bubbly inside. All right, everyone, I'm going to wrap you on that one. I think we've had enough. I think I've done enough to you. I've done enough damage. I've destroyed your eardrums long enough. I probably hurt a feeling or two. If I did, I hope I didn't because it wasn't intentional.
and then know that I love, 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 love. Ah, we're not at a love point now. I'm not going to use the L word. I'm not going to say it yet. I'll say it for another day. We're much closer and more intimate in a more intimate setting. I will say that I appreciate you, and I hope that you appreciate me. Until next time, I am Gregory.